Hi and hello and welcome to the latest Somerset podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Fogler, usually joined by Miss Wagner. Um, unfortunately, she had to have some family tragedies, so she is out of town right now. I hope Miss Wagner is doing well. But I am joined by Mr. Walton and Mr. Newman. How are you doing today, Mr. Walton? Still here, my guy. Still here. How are you doing, Mr. Newman? Good and always good. So today's an uh, interesting episode because this is really designed for the teachers because of staff development day but this is also for the students because our goal for this is going to be that we do this school-wide soon for project-based learning so um i think we talked about this before if we kind of explained this project this you know all inclusive project how would you explain it to anybody layton or mr walton sorry how, how dare you call how? me the name that I was given by birth? <laughs> um, how do I explain this? We're going to throw the teachers in a room. We're going to pit them against each other. And we're going to dominate the world. And we're going to make them use their little brains. That does not mean little in terms of like the lacking capacity. That was terrible usage. I'm sorry. Guys, that's not what I meant. You're not unintelligent. I'm unintelligent. My vocab is terrible at this moment. No, but I know what you're saying <laughs> is like they have to use their... And and like little, I was referring to like little, meaning like there's gonna be pairs. They have to like yeah, the little yes. power they wield. They have to use to leverage against everybody else. My we'll bad. go with that. Um, so man. <laughs> so for the for the introduction, especially for teachers that are um, going to be at our stat development day, um, participating in this, this is going to be you're gonna partner up with another person. You're gonna be taking over like a fictional territory of land, and then we're going to do a. Multitude of challenges, which are going to include every single subject area. Um, you and your partner are going to compete with everybody else at the school to get economic points, to get military troops. Um, and then hopefully, you know, you don't have to go to war, but in every simulation we've ever run, and I, for me, 17 years of this, um, every single time we've run it, there's always been some major battles that take place. Um, and then the winners of this um, are going to get huge prizes from $100 gift cards to having administrators covering your um, prep for a period. So um, there's going to be a lot of, uh, I don't know, uh, incentives. incentives for people to, to win. So Well, let's be honest. The teachers just want to show the other teachers up. I know who is the like best strategist. Who is great at this? Um, Me. Well, you won't be in the competition though, so that's what you think. <laughs> You're joining it. There's the big twist we've been waiting for. <laughs> Meanwhile, Newman's already cut a backroom deal. Look, when we get that hundred dollar gift card, we go fifty fifty. I'll give you the answers ahead of time, like a true dictator. So I'm so proud. <laughs> So, so Mr. Newman, how would you how would you explain it to the teachers, uh, especially teachers that have never participated in a simulation ever? So we call it a simulation, and you described it to me perfectly just the other day, Mr. Fogler, in that it's kind of like what you already do in the classroom. You're practicing for a test. You're essentially simulating what is going to be on the test. You're practicing for a game. You're simulating in practice what is going to be happening during the game. It's stuff you're already doing. We're just giving it a different name, and you will realize pretty immediately that you're already doing this stuff in your own classroom. Yeah, and and especially at LEAD, um, some of the teachers that um, didn't really know how to get involved in the simulation would just do little mini challenges and then yes. give us information. But it can start like behavior. Um, right. It can go through um, attendance, grades. Anything that would give these students a boost in the class where they were participating in the simulation. It can go anywhere and everywhere. And the best part, it's all student driven. 
Yeah, and student-led. And that, the thing is that, I, especially for the people that haven't listened to the podcast where the students were on this, um, if you have a chance, go back and listen to those episodes because that's really the basically like the high the vision of this is that students are the leaders in the classroom students are the ones that have the buy-in students are the ones that are creative um, most of our most popular challenges at lead were from the students not from either of us um, I think as an old person the challenges that I think of is like I liked Oregon Trail like that right. was, <laughs> hey did you that, die of dysentery too <laughs> I mean every time no I always die and anybody listening that has played Oregon Trail at the very end where you have to go down in the boat thing and yeah, you have the water to like crossing. A certain, yeah no. the, I die of the water crossing every single time I'm in the game. And then it's funny because, like, I remember how, like, back in the day, like, the computers and having to push the arrows to move your guy when you would hunt. Oh, and I would always be unsuccessful hunting because your guy would move and then the bullet and the animal would just run right across and I would try to chase the animal. And I was like, all right, just we're like starving. Just like real life. <laughs> just like real life. He can't hunt. He can't do anything. So I think you hit something, Mr. Fogler, that uh, maybe a lot of teachers are – worried about in a sense. And I was certainly coming into this the first time that I tried a simulation. And that is that it is student-led predominantly. In a sense, you are giving up some of your quote-unquote power as a teacher to students to allow them to do this successfully. But it is amazing how they bloom and blossom and run with it and are so successful. And it just changes the dynamics of the classroom. Yeah, so Newman and I met with your game masters for six period um, the other day. And when we met with them, I was so impressed by how much extra work those students put into the actual um, simulation because they have already made a PowerPoint. They've already made the directions. They've already made the rules. And this is going to be a mock-up of World War II, correct? Yeah. And so, like, just seeing the amount of work that kids do and you're like, you just open it up and say, hey, come up with some ideas. Come up with this. You guys lead well, it. And these kids are not getting, like, I mean, obviously I'll find some way to, like, compensate them in, like, terms of, like, hey, congratulations. Here's some donuts or something. But, like, they did this of their own volition, like – I just said, hey, would you be interested? And they're like, absolutely. And for the last month, they've been creating this. It's this just, like yeah. outside of class. This right. has nothing like they're just doing this on their own accord. Yeah, they and how excited they were. And then once we started breaking down all of the and I showed them a lot of the stuff that my students from previous years have created. Mm -hmm. And they were already thinking about how they wanted to edit and change. And I know he's going to make a special battleground for the uh, the naval battles, which yeah. it's just exciting because the kids get excited and then they also get to work out stuff that works and doesn't work and they work together on this and they think of ideas and they they it, it just opens up a whole nother area think where about kids all can, those skills that they are learning that are not necessarily directly related to the classroom working together leadership skills on and on yeah so it, just going back to kind of like your your vision on um, on this for the World War II and then after the World War II simulation, where are you guys going in the class? Sorry, I just got distracted. Um, there's a lot of noise happening outside the outside the office. Uh, honestly, I, I just I told my students these are going to be the expectations. Here's the state standards we have to hit. Here's the content we're going to need. Here's the vote. But at the end of the day, I'm literally just handing the keys to the car to you guys. Which, as we're talking, stressful, super stressful, because mm -hmm. um, I, not that I, I don't know, need to be in control of everything constantly, 
<clears throat> but <laughs> it's impressive. These kids, they're doing this right here. Honestly, most of these things that they create are more rigorous, even academically, than things that we would normally do in class. Like they expect more and push the boundaries and grow and develop and have much higher level learning because it's them teaching, it's them applying, it's them putting the competitive nature into it. And I mean, I guarantee these three kids that just worked on this World War II simulation could tell you details about World War II that the three of us probably don't know. Oh, that, and, absolutely. And, and this has nothing to, like genuinely, it hasn't even been in my class. It hasn't even been in my class. And it's not just them. I actually have had three other students individually come up on their own and say, hey, by the way, I actually like, created this game over the break, like a similar type thing that they've been just bored and wanted to create a game for the class. And I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. So I, I, I wanted to give these uh, the CEO and founder of uh, Cold Heart a shout out because I'm holding right in my hand their uh, business card that they created. Oh, from when the stock market crashed? My bad. This, But I'm saying like this <laughs> – like Podcast this right here, cold heart. <laughs> but this is like and empty pockets. <laughs> but this is like the the whole thing is like these students were so excited about this. They and went around. Like they were giving out this. Crafted, like they're going around the school with like business cards they made for businesses that they fake created. Like the kid made a website. He made he had actual products available. He did all this stuff for a like. I don't know, a 10-minute, like, hey, create a business really quickly so we can have a simulation on the stock market. Right. And these kids got all in. I know, and that's like, the, the excitement because and – and think about this. Like, when I was in college, I was a business major. That was my first major, and we had to make too. a business plan. Oh, and my God. You think about, like, they, these kids are making <laughs> business plans. These are eighth-grade students making a business plan, and some of them talked about how they want to make this a real business, and they're working towards that. Like, wow. that – that Actually, level of, of excitement. I, yeah. I do have a, a group of girls that already have their business like up and running and are making money currently. Now that's impressive. Now it's not a large thing, but for th two 13 year old girls to be doing this right now is like, that's awesome. Like I honestly, I'm like, you guys, some of these businesses, I'm like, wait, time out. Can we do this? Do you, is right. there like, right. do you have trademark copyrights on these things? Can I, I, I could use some money. <laughs> yeah. So like at the end of every, at the year, especially when I taught high school, my big outside project was that students needed to find a career, a job, yep. and then they needed to make some kind of project off of it. And they could do anything they wanted to. And I had this one student, his name's Jesse. Um, I don't know if I've talked about Jesse on the podcast. I know you you know about him, Newman, but um, him and his friend Guillermo, they said they were going to do a podcast. Mm -hmm. And so now they have, you can find it on Spotify, they have a sports podcast where it's a hobby for them. I don't know if they're making money off of it, but they're doing what they d dreamed of doing while he's going to school. And I just think that that's the thing that the avenue of this is that we're getting students to try things and they're sometimes, you know, gravitating towards these things and it's changing everything of what they're doing. And how many times have we all had students come back to us after they're not in our class anymore talking about what just the simulation? That's what they remember. That's what they're excited about. We've all had students say, I came to school today because I had to do this in the simulation. Yep. On the court cases, the mock trials, um, it, it, the things like that, it's just it's exciting because it gets them excited. And I've, I've always said that the, 
the thing about it for me, like loving the classroom and, and actually really, really missing the classroom is that amount of energy when kids are excited and they're the ones leading it and they're the ones coming up with ideas and you see that leadership. And I mean, this school is all about leadership. So going back to the teacher side of this, so we make sure we're we're talking about specifically what's good staff yeah, development I forgot day. we're going to have the teachers doing it. Sorry, yeah. I just got all excited. I'm like thinking all these things. I'm like, let's go. Um, teachers. I think they're I think they're going to be surprised at how much they actually enjoy this. And I think the visual like the actual application allowing them to see, hey, this is the stuff you're already doing. Like connecting the two dots is going right. to be the the winner for us here. I think we're going to get a much higher level of buy-in from these teachers that have never seen this before. Like this is I mean, for those of you that aren't teachers, you went to school, a lot of you walked into a classroom Desks are in rows. You grabbed a textbook. You had a teacher lecture. You filled out the vocab in the textbook, answered the questions. You took the test at the end. That's antiquated. We're, we're in a different world now. And uh, these teachers are awesome already. This is a five-star school. I'm not trying to take anything away from that. We're trying to enrich that. We're trying to give, like our moniker, you know, a leader in me academy. We're trying to give that power to the students to take this five-star school and just really push it through. We want to be we want to be the number one school in the state. Like, that's genuinely my my ambition. I want people to look at us and go, holy cow, do you see what they're doing over there? Yeah, and I, and I exactly, I can't even say it in any better way than you just explained it to uh, that point. And um, when we were at LEAD, we had some teachers that were really apprehensive about it because it's the, the power of the control. It's also yes. the, how am I going to get involved? Um, the I don't know where Miss Karn is the principal right now, but like yeah. she was an example of she saw what we were doing and then she made we had a stock market, which I, I joke about because <laughs> stock market. I, I just gave them different categories and then I just controlled the stock market by saying it went up one, it went down one. I had yeah. no, there was no reason for any of my stock market. It was just literally me doing a simple stock uh, market. She saw what we were doing, realized she needed to get involved and, <laughs> and did. And she couldn't be a bigger advocate today for the style of teaching in which we are talking about because she saw it for herself, she experienced it, and she saw it in our classes, but also the students were in her classes as well, uh, how much uh, better they were doing, uh, how advanced they were thinking about something, again, that wasn't necessarily for a grade specifically and, and certainly no other can we, can, we, can we actually talk about grades for a second? You can for Always. sure. Go ahead. Um, so I just finished up my semester grades. I didn't right. have a single kid fail my class. Right. And I'm not, I didn't lessen the rigor. My, and in fact, right. all the kids told me that my semester exam was the hardest one they took by far, um, which is stressful. The class average of my semester exam that was the hardest one they took in a five-star school was 84. And I didn't curve it. I, my, like, I think I had three kids get a D, five kids get a C, and everybody else got A's and B's out of 185 students. These kids, they just, they want it. And they think they're just playing games. But then they took the final exam. I didn't even give them a study guide. I said, whatever we talked about this semester could be on the final exam. They come take the final exam. Holy cow, this is super hard. It's like 180. I can't, I, I honestly, like that's, like I don't care about scores, but if we're going to talk about caring about scores like in grades the proof's in the pudding like, mm -hmm. it really yes. is well it's what what like when a, I, I always think of the m mentality when i was first teaching and i would go into these classrooms and especially the old school administrators that were like um 
you can tell this teacher has good classroom management because all the kids are quiet. And I've always I've always thought like just because the kids are quiet, does that make them compliant? Does that make them effective classroom management or or they're just not doing anything? Correct. And then I think of like then I started going into these teachers classes that were doing the projects that were getting the kids excited. And yeah, they are a little bit more noisy. My classes have always been historically a little bit more noisy. I know I know (laughs) I, I. I'm right next to your classroom, Walton. So uh, yeah. our office hears uh, the, the noise, but a lot of it is the excitement when things happen. And it's like, I, I, I'm i sad because I know that there's a, a way where kids have to learn how to, to be disciplined and they have to be, they have to know when to make noise and stuff. But like the way that we're like, we don't want them to make noise or we don't want them to get excited. Like that goes the opposite of what, at the heart of where I think, like I want the kids to, want to go to school. I want them to be excited. And you want them to be engaged. Yeah. And I mean, there's a former lead student uh, that, I don't know if you remember this, but they were supposed to go to the Raiders game mm-hmm. um, to go to the stadium when it very first opened yes, up. Yes, um, yes, yes. And the actual, the assistant principal at Shadow Ridge High School is her aunt. Um, and they decided to stay because they wanted to be there for the Olympic events that we were running. And they were so excited that they missed out on that. And I told them, I'm like, I would have gone to the Raiders stadium to open it up so you can see it. But I like that level of excitement where the kids are like, no, this is like, must be here for these events. Just like your stock market, just like all of your events, your kids are so excited when they leave. Even when we were going into your room this morning to go get you for this podcast, the kids were in there talking and excited and talking about how they won by votes. Like they know exactly what is happening in that classroom and they're excited about it. And that's every single student, not just the top. You talk to any of them, they know exactly what's going on. Mm -hmm. Well, and what's interesting, for example, I had a student come up yesterday in, the class is going to be starting the World War II game today. And she said, I loathe war games. And I said, fantastic. And she looked at me and she was super shocked. And she's like, I just, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like the strategy. I don't like this. So I said, that's perfect. What do you like? And she looked at me kind of surprised, like, what does this have to do with war? And I said, it's great. We're going to play the war game anyway. But the concept here is with the open-ended semester, like, mm-hmm. it's world building. You get to do whatever you want. Do you like, she loves softball. Her whole world is softball. She wants. She's already talking to college coaches, and she's 14 years old. Like she's a phenomenal softball player, and that's her stress, her life, her everything. And I said, perfect. Why don't you come up with some game or activity that incorporates, like, answer questions. If you, you know, hit this many questions, congratulations, you hit a single and play. Like, make a game out of softball. It doesn't have to be war. Like, incorporate what you already do in your classes and make it something you love. And her entire perspective changed. And I'm hoping that it's going to be for the better. And I think she's going to have a lot higher buy-in in the war game, even though she doesn't want to, just because she gets to play to her strengths. Yeah. yeah. And Personal it, application. But, I'm not asking kids to change who they are. There are kids who are phenomenal artists. Awesome. We're going to use that. Kids who are very quiet love to read. We're going to use that. Kids who love to, like, whatever kids are good at. We want to harness their passions, and then we want to expand their horizons. Because they don't know some things. Like, a lot of kids didn't know these games and things existed, and now they're passionate about it. They've never done it, and now it's like, this is all I want to do. Um, no, but you're you're 100% right about that. Last year, when we were doing our simulation, we had a student named Mabry who yes. um, I actually saw. She's an eighth grader at LEAD, but she came to one of our events here, and we I sat down and talked to her and her parents. But she made our Disneyland 
and it on her Disneyland she made was the most interactive game I've ever seen because it's like a hundred and six. Yeah. Oh, cause I, I shared it with you, right? Yeah. Not that I go through that all the time. <laughs> but she, I didn't do one hundred ninety six slides. Yeah. She yeah. did it all, and it's like every ride is a learning game. Well, every every slide has four to five different things on it that are like active hyperlinks that take you to different things you can yes. do. That that kid is awesome. I mean, she, but yeah. but I mean, she became our most powerful player in the game. And just like you said about the she no war, to do something with Disneyland. she didn't go to war. Okay, Remember, do you every know, ironic, the girl who didn't doesn't like war games, she won World War One. Exactly, but it's the same <laughs> thing with Mabry. Is that's the point? Is you can be successful in something you don't like. That's but, school in but general. Like, Mabry made negotiations to yep. avoid war. She did not want to go to fight my, ever, and my, she would threaten, but she wouldn't want to because she's like, I want peace, and I'm like, that, well, great our, peace. Our, our gentleman, the glasses and ponytail, is going to be leading the. Oh yeah, yes, yes. Um, yes. His business. He didn't ask for a single dime from the bank. He literally just went and peddled in secrets. Oh. <laughs> and and that was his entire business. Very and good. he's like was like when he opened up an initial public offering for stocks and stuff, people were buying so much from him because they had so much invested in him in terms of like, like secrets that they yeah. told that him. They have to they have to keep his business afloat. And he ended up being the most successful at the end when the bank crashed and the other insurance company that was supporting the bank and all the businesses crashed and like 90% of the businesses went out. Yep. He used that all that money and everything he owned because he didn't owe a dime to anybody to open up his own bank and open up this and <laughs> consolidate all power. <laughs> like, it was fantastic. That, but, like, that's the but cool again, thing. But, how <laughs> engaged is that? And he'll remember this forever. forever. They just will. Because, like, Emily Della Toro, who has mm-hmm. been on the podcast before, she's a junior right now. Yep. Um, she's taking, like, all these AP classes. But... When, when we talk about it, like she still talks about stuff that we did that year in our simulation and she's excited and she, and, and that's the other thing is a lot of the teachers are like high school. When I did my very first, when I as a student participated in it, I was in an AP US history class. Her name was Connie Quinn. She passed away, mm. but she gave us all a country. I was Austria Hungary. It was a dual monarchy. And I went on my own and just read every single detail I could learn about austria hungary so that i would know exactly what was going on because then i could realize like hey there's like two different countries existing here i've got to get both of the populations on my side like but but i mean like the but the amount of research that you do on your own and it's not to do with the grade like there was not a lot of test questions on austria hungary and our world war one ap exam there just weren't but i knew so much extra details about it and it and it got me excited and i thought as a student I was never that student that was engaged by it. I wanted to get out of school. I only did well in school because of sports. Mm -hmm. But that kind of project, it got me excited because I was like, oh, this is not just there's one answer here. I can think creatively and I can create ways to be smart. And I love the negotiations and talking to people Mm -hmm. and getting them on my side and seeing what their agenda was and then trying to figure out a way that I could kind of manipulate their agenda to kind of do what my agenda was. And students start talking to people that they wouldn't normally talk to. Yep. And And they become friends. They become friends. And that's that's one of the other things, especially in middle school, where um, we have so many problems with kids getting along with each other is the simulation does create a lot of alliances where you're like, really, like they're now friends or at least they get to know each other and they're talking where I go back to what we talked about where we were in school and we're in rows and no one's talking and everybody's just reading out of a book. And I'm like, is that really the the best way to get knowledge is just to have your independent, you're not talking to other people, you're not getting ideas from other people, you're not presenting anything, there's no pressure, it's just read from a book, take a test. Well, my good friend in first period whose mom teaches here, super awesome. Um, one of the smartest kids we have in the grade, 
but struggles so hard to want to interact with the other kids because he just stressful anxiety mm -hmm. so it's not his thing yeah at one point he was literally like dead center like leading the entire coalition of the allied forces during the war and right. like then he voluntarily created and gave a slides presentation afterward and he's given like three since then like he just wanted to make them and i told his mom and she's like he what and i'm like that's that's what i'm saying like I mean, he was mortified, but he wanted so hard to make sure it, like, interact with the other kids and make sure they knew what he had to offer. Like, business, the game, the war. Like, but how awesome is that? Just to hear that story. Like, it is. That's pretty and exciting. And that's, that's, I mean, super stressful for him. I can't imagine the anxiety of having to put yourself out like that. like In front of your peers. Especially when you've never done that. Right. But to become then the dead center. Everybody knows you. Everybody's relying on you for counsel for, like... And it was not comfortable for him, but he almost reveled in his own, like being uncomfortable. I don't know how to explain that. Like, no, but th that's the that's the excitement of it. Um, so we're gonna go back to the teacher part of this. Yeah, we're sorry. ending the podcast I just we're talking, because talking to the we're at that I 20, <laughs> We're at the twenty five minute mark, which is supposed to be like the end of our podcast. But I want to make sure, like the teachers that are listening to this, getting ready for this. If we did like an introduction and you were nervous about this, it's quite simple. You guys are going to partner up together. You're going to have challenges. You're going to have some fun. It's going to be everything. So yeah. we're going to have some physical education stuff in there. We're going to have some music. We're going to have some skits. We're going to have some history stuff. It'll have every subject, meeting every subject. You'll have a partner that you, of your own choosing where you guys are going to compete into these competitions and then build up your army and then whoever has the most strength because it doesn't, you don't have to actually go to war. No. But um, at the end of the day, it usually comes to battles just because it's like, hey, if I'm in second place, I could easily just have a couple countries team so up and blow you up and then I win first. They should definitely be thinking about who they want their partner to be. Someone yeah, that is sure. going to compliment them. Yeah, a good balance. Because I was thinking like... Um, and here I'm maniacal like, <laughs> I'm just going to draw straws and you guys get stuck with whoever. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you want to have a Pure random, leave it up to the like probabilities and randoms. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, what? Well, I mean, honestly, if we're going to spend an entire staff development day doing this, I want people to be enjoying themselves. Yeah. Because yes. that's, in my class, I love kids. I want them to... Enjoy the work with you they're comfortable together. especially yeah. in these countries like if you're going to be working with these kids for the rest of the semester i want you to be comfortable with them yeah you don't have to like them but i want you to be comfortable with them yeah for sure all right so again mr walton thank you so much for coming on i know we'll have you on a lot more times and uh, newman thank you again for coming on and we will see you guys next week that's 26 minutes did you press start again oh i did <laughs>